Hello, I am Crystal Grafton Combs, and you're listening to Coffee Talk with Crystal. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If you have joined us before, welcome back. This podcast is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Sometimes I will answer questions from our sisters, and others I will invite friends to do the same. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to my next conversation. I was recently asked what lessons, if any, I have learned from social distancing. After a bit of thought, I have put together a few things that I have taken away from this experience. Today, I'll share them with you. Number one. Routine is rewarding, until it's not. I am a type A personality, or for those who prefer the Enneagram numbers, an eight. I love all things routine. In fact, I thrive in it. When we were asked to begin social distancing, I knew that my routine would change, but I wanted to at least have a routine, and I did, and it was wonderful, until it wasn't. I began to feel that if I didn't stick to my schedule, I wasn't doing it right, whatever it was. I guess in this case, it was social distancing. And then I would get in my head about it. Maybe I didn't get up at 6.05 a.m., my new normal, or maybe I didn't make an effort to meditate or opted out of reading a book that day. Whatever it was, I was so afraid that I would break in some odd way if I took a break from my routine until I realized I was making myself crazy. Routines are wonderful until you need to take a break and enjoy where you are, giving yourself what you need until you can return to that routine when you need it. So there were days that I thrived in my new normal of a routine within quarantine and days that I thrived only because I did not follow any sort of a routine. I think it was a good lesson for me to learn for everyday life going forward, for when we return to normal, or a new normal, whatever that may be. Two, stop and smell the roses, also known as enjoying the moment, particularly with my boys. I think my kids have adapted beautifully to quarantine, There have definitely been some moments. My oldest son celebrated his 16th birthday at home without the traditional fanfare that comes with these events in our family. It was quiet, but it came with a promise of fun experiences to come. My youngest has missed the quote last of several opportunities as his promotion day came and went. It was not a high school or college graduation, But there were so many special events designed around this time of year for what would have been the SMM graduating class of 2020 before heading to high school. He had even been measured for his cap and gown. And yet, a time will come for that celebration, and he is still headed to high school. We hope it's in person this fall. Despite these various challenges, however, I have really enjoyed the opportunity to take a breath, to enjoy the little things, to stop and smell the roses, as one might say. 
We have played board games, which I love, but am terrible at. We have begun a 1,500-piece puzzle. I'm not sure that I'm very good at that either, but I do hope to frame it for my office when it's done. It is a Disney puzzle, of course. And we have caught up on some of our favorite flicks and television series. I finally watched the Harry Potter series of movies, and I loved them nearly as much as I loved the books. My favorite thing we have done, however, is to share a meal around our table. While this happens during normal times, about once or twice a week, I have loved making this a part of our daily lives. I've laughed, I've cried, and I have loved the opportunity to share these moments with my boys. I hope it will allow me to continue to treasure them in the weeks to come as our society begins to come back together and the calendar gets busy once again. Number three, it's okay not to be okay. Some days I felt like I was seriously doing well at this social distancing thing. Other days, it was all I could do just to blink back tears. My heart hurts for all who are missing out on celebrated life experiences. And while it's easy to say that it's all going to be okay, that doesn't minimize each individual's sense of loss. Whether it is a canceled prom night, a postponed graduation, or a missed opportunity to say goodbye to friends as you move into the next phase of your life, each of these things and the related emotions are valid. And while I cannot fix them for my sisters and friends, I can and do offer my love and support as I am able. And of course, I am so very sad for those whose lives have been otherwise impacted by this virus. Whether that was due to the loss of a job or the loss of life, my heart breaks for you. I believe this is one of those moments in our lives where there will be a before and an after that is clearly marked by this pandemic. It will be much like Hurricane Katrina for those of us who live in my area of the world, or like 9-11 when the world was forever changed. Right now, the after still seems very far away to me. On most days, I am okay with that. On the days that I am not, I have learned that it's okay not to be okay. I just sit with it. And then I believe in the power of tomorrow and the opportunities that it will bring. Number four, give grace to others and to yourself. The giving grace to others part is not such a difficult one for me on most days. I firmly believe that everyone is approaching this situation and most things in life with the best of intentions. Okay, maybe not everyone, but that is my hope. Maybe the path of others is not the path I am on, and that's okay. We are all in this together, and we are all dealing with it in the best way we know how. As we extend this knowledge and grace to others, we must also extend this grace to ourselves. So you didn't finish cleaning out all of the closets during the weeks that we were in quarantine? Okay. You didn't polish every piece of silver in your home? Also okay. So you didn't manage to check off each and every item on your list because you became fascinated by the Tiger King? Great, I guess. 
I have to admit, I've never actually watched this show. The point is, it's okay. The beauty of a to-do list, at least in my opinion, is that you can make a new one tomorrow, or next week, or next month. The silver will still be waiting to be polished. In my case, the dining room chairs that I've been wanting to recover and have all of the necessary supplies to do so are still in need of recovering. And no, I didn't learn a new language, such as life. (laughs) And to use one of the few French expressions I do know, c'est la vie. Number five, I really do love to play dress up. Yes, I call it that even now. As a matter of practice, I wear scrubs to work every day. My hair is in a ponytail and I wear minimal makeup. That is why I love to get dressed up for evening events and weekend activities, particularly for AOPI. Because I don't have to do it every day, I really enjoy it when I have the opportunity. Zoom events have given me a new reason to apply some mascara and touch up my lipstick. I have really enjoyed getting dressed for various meetings and toast, seeing sisters and friends' faces as we take care of business or celebrate special occasions. It doesn't replace picking out the perfect dress for a fun day out with family or friends, but it has been a nice alternative. And to be honest, some days during quarantine, I would just get dressed up and sit outside while reading a book or talking with friends for no other reason than to be dressed up and to feel pretty. I love a pair of lounge pants and a pullover as much as the next girl, but I will be so excited to toast friends again in real life. Number six, celebrate the little things and the big things. As people, I sometimes find that we tend to celebrate the big things really well, as opposed to the little things that help us reach those goals. I am a runner, a slow runner, but a runner nevertheless. If the goal is to complete a 5K, I firmly believe that we should celebrate every mile until we cross the finish line. I do this even in my morning runs. At the passing of each mile, I take a little moment and celebrate that small victory. After all, a mile is a really long way to go on two feet. I think this can apply to every part of our lives. I had seriously just begun learning how to use Zoom for our executive board meetings when we went into quarantine. All of a sudden, or so it seemed, everyone was hosting meetings over Zoom, even me. I was so proud of the first time I actually hosted a Zoom call versus just attending one. And when I learned how to use the waiting room function, I baked a cake to celebrate, literally. For me, that was worthy of celebration. So I encourage each of us to think about the things that we can celebrate in our own lives every day, big and small, now and always. Number seven, I am not alone. I was raised an only child and I am naturally an introvert. While I love being around people, I have to take some me time to recover, refresh, and jump back into the world. It has always been true that I do enjoy my alone time. However, I've never felt alone. As a young person, I had dear friends and family who loved me and supported me through my various adventures. And I have felt the same way as I have matured. I believe it remains true today. 
And never have I felt more connected to the people who make my life a better place than I do right now. Rather than having monthly friend calls, I have had weekly Zoom calls with my friends. We have laughed together, cried together, compared our roots together, and made plans for our future when we can actually be together again. They continue to inspire me, and I am eternally grateful to them for their friendship, particularly in times such as this. In addition to my friends, I have had the opportunity to check in on people that I do not have standing calls or email chats with, and it has been wonderful to reconnect. I've also been able to connect with our sisterhood in a new and innovative way through our fraternity's virtual engagement series. I wish everyone could have seen my face when Haley, one of our facilitators on health and wellness, instructed us to grab a mat if we wanted because we were about to get moving. I never thought I would be doing planks and squats via video with my sisters. And eight. Last but not least, I believe our founders would be proud. Our founders were women who endured so many things in their lifetimes, notable among them the 1918 flu pandemic, two world wars, and a Great Depression. They and our fraternity survived them all. I believe they were stronger for it. I also believe that we will be too. Our fraternity was founded on friendship, a friendship that would extend beyond the four years of college and throughout a woman's lifetime. It has made my heart happy to see so many sisters connecting with one another, encouraging each other, and supporting one another in these unprecedented times. As we look toward our future and begin coming back together again, there is still so much uncertainty. However, I believe that our sisterhood will continue to provide support to our members and our chapters, further strengthening our bonds of friendship. I also believe that if Helen, Stella, Elizabeth, and Jesse were here today, they would be proud. I know that I am. That's all for today. If you have a question you would like for me to answer, email me at coffeetalkama at icloud.com. And as always, thank you for listening. Until next time, stay safe and be well.